Hello, welcome to the Wrestling Road Podcast. I'm here with Dave. Hey guys and gals, this is WrestleMania season and I am super stoked about it this year, above anything else. We'll recap this, but I am just off the hinges about this particular WrestleMania. How about yourself? I'm sorry for it too. Uh, let's get back to, uh, let's go back a week or so and let's uh, talk a little bit about Royal Rumble, which is one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year. Yes. And, uh... We're just going to go over this. We know it's been a week. Uh, let's talk about some of the bigger matches. The Falls County were a match between Roman Reigns and King Corbin. You know, I did. I, you know, I saw bits and pieces of it on YouTube, guys. Uh, my uh, WWE Network was shoddy, uh, say the least. But anyway, here's the deal. I love the match. I love the idea of him getting speared on top of the dugout at uh, MMA Park. And next one in and. Uh, they can't steal signs in the in the minute made this year at Royal Rumble, so I'm I'm happy the match went well uh, out of a possible five stars that I saw. I gave it a four and a half. So yeah, what I saw, I really liked the match too. Uh, it, it, it this feud is continuing again on SmackDown. I yeah. thought this might be the payoff for it, but it looks like they're going to uh, run this out a little bit longer, maybe to WrestleMania. Do you think it gets all the way there? No, actually, I don't. I actually uh, will go into uh, finishing up the Royal Rumble here in a second, mm-hmm. but I don't see it happening. I think uh, this past uh, SmackDown was the ending of it. So I think Corbin goes into a different program, and I will in a second talk about where I, where which I predicted earlier, which I think where he's going to go in the next uh, from here on out. All right. Let's go ahead and get the single matches out. Uh, Lacey Evans retaining her women's title against, uh, I'm sorry, Bailey retaining her women's title against Lacey Evans. This was a shoddy match. I gave it a one out of five. It could have been done better. Uh, there was there was something that uh, coming out of the WWE, Sasha Banks is probably injured, the reason why she wasn't even in the women's Royal Rumble period. But also not in Bailey's corner. It's just uncharacteristic. It was a fluke match. Why even put it together before WrestleMania? Um, I don't know. Honestly, I thought this was going to be a WrestleMania match. It would have been put together better than this. I think it was a rush putting her against Bailey, And I, I just didn't particularly care for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did too. Um, at, now, now, Sasha Banks, I, I don't want to get off too much here. Uh, the, there's all the talk about her producing her own hip hop record, I guess. Yeah. Her own rap album. Do, do you think that's? Do you think she's actually injured, or is this a cover for her doing the record, or do we know anything that's inside for Sasha Banks? That's a very good question, but I'm gonna go with the injury here because okay. a lot of times, unless she's being Sasha like last year, she's taking her ball and going home with it, like she after last year's WrestleMania, which is possible. But I literally think that uh, she had to do a pop album or a rap album, whatever the case may be. Uh, but the clear indications was they had to actually replace her with Kelly Kelly in the Women's Royal Rumble. And so I think this was a legit injury mm-hmm. for the legit boss. Legit injury for a legit boss. Yep. Now let's go on to The uh, Fiend retaining his title against Daniel Bryan in the strap match. I knew it was coming, but what was more important 
four, and that's how they put together this match. And it was a really good match. I gave it a four out of five stars. Uh, really great match with strap. I mean, it wasn't that, hey, let's take off four corners. It's just let's beat the crap out of each other and get the pinball that way. Right. So I was very impressed. And uh, I knew Daniel Bryan wasn't going to win. Guys, if you hear a podcast, you know, I really did believe it. I never did believe the Fiend was going to retain anyway. Yeah. But it was the fact of how they were going to put this uh, match together. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, too. It was really brutal. What did you think about the uh, promo Daniel Bryan cut on YouTube? I don't know if you saw this or not, about his daughter. And, you know, he usually shows his daughter his what, what they call his boo-boos, but he was afraid to this time because he was so beat up and scarred up yeah. that his wife wouldn't uh, let him. Really good. I thought it was a really good promo. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is a different Daniel Bryan promo than what we're used to. Right, right. Because it really touched more into throughout. Really, I, I I think this was legit too. I don't think this was just a script. I think this was legit. Yeah, he'll bring real life into it. Yeah, I do too. And he don't want his daughter to go in, you know, in that in that world right now. Right. As young as she is, she could be scarred. Mm-hmm. A and B also, you know, I mean, see her day like that. I mean, can you imagine the hatred that even as a young child seeing something like that go after him? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't blame him. I mean, just keep her away from that world right now. Mm-hmm. And let's go back a little bit. I mean, you know, I know Lacey Evans brought her daughter into this. Yeah. Storyline with Bailey and Sasha Banks, and it sounds like Daniel Bryan's going the other way, well, trying to keep he, his daughter out. You know, her daughter was, um, you know, she she was there when her mom was in the Marines, so she that toughened her up. Yeah. And also, her daughter's older. You know, I think I think uh, not seeing a mask on a person that looks demonic mm-hmm. is different than Sasha Banks actually trying to be her mama. Right. And if you go in the back, and, and a lot of people, if you meet the people in person, like uh, Lacey's daughter probably met Sasha and Bailey beforehand. They probably joked. They I'm probably sure, laughed. Yeah. They probably got her to the point where, hey, boom. But at the same, and then when they got her on the outside, the hatred where you turn on my mama, you turn on me type thing, because in her mind, they actually did. You know, it's kind of a, it's kind of playing um, as a, uh, as old school wrestling, mind game type things, you know? Exactly. The psychology of wrestling, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and one of the best psychologists of wrestling was Jake Snake Roberts. So seeing Sasha Banks and Lacey Evans and Bailey form this union where they actually brought their daughter into it. And we haven't seen her daughter ever since because they probably showed her at the end, hey, look, this is make-believe. And now they can't get the general response out of her like they did at the very, you know, at the very beginning of it. Right. So, uh, you know, yeah, I think, you know, different kids, I think you've got to gauge the responses. And besides, Dan Bryan, I think, and I'm not saying this, no harm to Lacey Evans whatsoever, is that Dan Bryan and uh, Brie Bell are kind of like, if you've seen the, you know, the Total Bellas or the Total Divas or whatever, uh, and also just, in general, if you watch them, they kind of like shelter their family away from stuff like that. Right. And the negative stuff, they don't shelter that. Lacey Evans is preparing her daughter, hey, look, this, there's negative stuff in life mm-hmm. you got to deal with. Okay. So it's, it's a two different atmospheres there. Right. Then we had the women's uh, championship match with uh, 
Becky Lynch, uh, forcing Oscar to tap out. Yeah, me and you both saw this coming. Yeah. I mean, when she came out and she got sprayed in the face two weeks before Royal Rumble, and mm-hmm. she said, "Oh, this is the match that I've got to overcome before I sign a contract." First of all, everybody knows she already signed, renewed her contract. That's just stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, why bring that into the into the whole storyline? I'm not going to sign my contract. That's just to me stupid. Mm-hmm. Second of all, um, guys, and if you, and I know a lot of you believe uh, agree with me about this. When Becky Lynch first turned heel, and I've said this on our podcast last on our podcast last time and the week before that, I think fans are getting tired of the whole Becky Lynch now. Win, 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 win. No matter what kind of odds you're against, you're still gonna win. And it reminds you of a John Cena type thing. It just kind of makes you wonder what kind of angle they're going with. And honestly, at this point, I don't care if she faces at WrestleMania. I hope she loses. But everybody knows that uh, she's going to come in. She's going to get the monkey off her back. Sort of, you know, this is the one person. This is Mount Everest. This is the one. This is the white whale. Exactly. That I've never called. That I've never conquered. That I've never beat. And guess what? She beat. So, so you know. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the match? The match itself, I thought, was Oscar can make anybody look good. Yes. Uh, so, you know, I, I gave it a four out of five. I mean, I thought it was a really good match. Uh, but everybody knew where, you know, if, if, if you did not know that Becky Lynch was going to retain shame on you, first of all, we told you. And second of all, you should have seen it coming. Yeah, I mean, when she brought the contract dispute into it and was making this whole deal about her you know, insurmountable challenge, you knew she was winning. Exactly. So I, so I took away some of the buildup from it, but it was still a quality match. Okay, let's go ahead and get to the two rumbles. We'll start with the win. Okay. Okay, Charlotte Flair, of course, coming out on top. We had a but, – but I think maybe some of the biggest news is some of the debuts we had on the WWE roster. Yeah. I, I mean, official debuts. I mean, we've seen Shayna Baszler come in and jump people before. Yeah. And even Bianca, but – Yeah. But just coming in dominating the Royal Rumble at their dance, yes. I felt like that was a good prelude. So what? You know, I you know she's going to challenge for one one of the women's titles at WrestleMania. Like I said, we'll go into that in a little more detail. But I don't know. Baszler had a really good run. Me and you both predicted Charlotte Flair to win the Royal uh, Rumble. I didn't see no changes here, mm-hmm. um, other than the fact some of the women coming in, Candice LeRae, I believe, came in. Uh, maybe Dakota Kai, I believe, came in. Uh, some of the women wrestlers that came in from NXT or from you know, I believe Tony Storm from in. NXT UK. Yeah, so. you know, but at the end of the day, we all knew that Charlotte Flair was going to win. Exactly. So I, I believe you kind of had to with Charlotte Flair because we've talked about this before. She really didn't have a direction going. Uh, I, I think this. I think this attempt here was to give Charlotte a direction and give her an angle to work a program into. And uh, I think we had a little bit of that in the men's role Rumble too, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But, uh, and, you know, when we looked at the angle with the women's Royal Rumble, I don't know if you've got this. I don't know if you felt this. And by the way, guys, I gave it a four and a half on this. Uh, but I felt like there was no clear-cut woman besides Charlotte to win this. Lacey Evans wasn't in it. Bailey wasn't in it. Of course, you know, she wouldn't have won it anyway. Mm-hmm. Jay 
was, but I thought Ronda Rousey might be a surprise in there. She wasn't. But it wouldn't surprise me if she was. If Rousey would have been in there, I would have thought Rousey would have won it. You know, she surprised everybody. Right. But, like you said, there was no, okay, here's the thing. Who's going to challenge for the Women's Royal Rumble? I mean, Women's uh, Raw title or SmackDown title. There's no direction here. Right. So the only logical choice was to give it the best person on the women's card right now with, that was in the Rumble itself, and that was Charlotte. I thought there was a possibility Shayna Baszler could have won it just because she's been so dominant and weighed NXT, particularly the NXT women dominated yeah. the angles they run about a month ago. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I, it really it had to be Charlotte, I think. It had to be. There was uh, like I said, you know, if Charlotte doesn't win this Rumble, what's she doing? I have Oscar one and Charlotte two, and Dave has Charlotte one and Oscar two. Exactly. And uh, at the end of the day, Charlotte should be right up there with Oscar. Uh, I'm sorry. That's the way I feel. She's the biggest name. Let's face it. The total package of the women's division is Charlotte Flair. She, can, she does promos really well and everything else. That, that's above the ability, okay? I think that she should be... They're not treating her like her old man. Maybe they're doing it because, in spite of her old man. So. Okay. Real quick, not to get off subject, let's break down our top five women who we think in WWE today. Okay. Okay. I have Oscar one. You have? Charlotte one. I have Charlotte two. Oscar two. Who you got for three? You know, I'm going back and forth on this. Mm-hmm. Potential-wise and everything going on. And NXT, too, now. Yeah. I'm going to go Baszler, number three. Baszler. Yes. And it's it just because of what she's accomplished and a winning officer, I still have to go Becky Lynch, three, I think. Yeah, I mean, Becky Lynch has done a great job. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I just think with – and I'm not – I think – the way I'm looking at it right now is with so much uh, hype and so much force feeding us down, you know, mm-hmm. force feeding her down our throats. Yes. I think that's, that's what's turning me off against the whole Becky Lynch thing. Right. But I think Shannon Baszler, as far as her uh, background in MMA, her, mm-hmm. her awesome match in NXT. And guys, if you have not seen it, please go check them out. Uh, she makes a lot, a lot of women look good. Yeah. Uh, her dominance in the, in, uh, you know, in the Survivor Series, which I thought that match was one of the strongest matches you could have had with three really good women in there. But as far as it goes, I think Baszler, you know, with her talent, right. I, I, I would put number three right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'll take number four first. I've got uh, Lacey Evans. I do too. Lacey Evans is number four. Uh, I- I'm, I'm still not 100% on the angle, 
Sassy Southern Belle, I get it. It's okay. I'm not head over heels of, over it. But, uh, yeah, there's no de- denying her in-ring talent. You know, I like Southern Bill Angle because she is from the South. Uh, she is a Marine and everything. So I get that. You know, she's for women's rights and stuff like that. But also, guys, she is from the Marines, so she believes in structure. And, you know, I hate falling in order and stuff because that's the way she was taught. Mm-hmm. So do we really go with the Southern Bell like she did the Sassy? But the Sassy Southern Bell is, you know, I, I, I like it. It's okay. But the direction, uh, she's too talented, A, not to give great matches to, because the match itself was bad mm-hmm. at Royal Rumble. But she usually turns in some really good matches. Her promo skills really solid. I just think they they got to do something special, spectacular with her. Even if you put her in a tag team with Tanae or somebody else to win the women's tag team belt. But she's too good of a singles wrestler. They need to give her a singles title, and that should come at WrestleMania. Right, and who you got for number five? Nikki Lynch. I've got uh, Shannon Baszler, yep. as you've already talked about. Okay, so let's move on to the Men's Royal Rumble now. Okay, we just gave a five out of five, guys. Five out of five. It was pretty awesome. It was Plus. doubly awesome that the right guy won it, Drew McIntyre, so I've been yeah. pushing for that. And again, along the same lines as Charlotte Flair, didn't really have much of a direction going on. I think it, maybe they used the two rumbles to give two of their most talented stars a direction and an angle. Exactly. But, you know, I know you remember this. I know the fans remember this. When I said, I thought Roman Reigns would win the Royal Rumble. I said, I think Drew McIntyre should win it. But I predicted Roman Reigns do it. There was a force at WWE on uh, ProWrestling.com that uh, Roman Reigns was scheduled to win it. And at the very last second, before uh, McIntyre went out, because McIntyre was out first before Roman Reigns, he changed it, you know, then. So, that was, that was for what it's worth, I, I thought that Vince did the right thing there. Right. Because if Roman Reigns would have won it, you talk about so many people being mad. Mm-hmm. Not because of of the fact that he's, I mean, he's a really, he's a really good person. He's a really good superstar. He has really good uh, talent and stuff. He's not like a John Cena, you know. But at the same token, people don't want him to be a John Cena, and they foresaw that when he first was put in the single ranks. And WWE gave him all these world title shots, universal title shots, and they got sick of it. So him going over the Royal Rumble, I think, would have just left a bad taste in people's mouths. Brock Lesnar started off went on quite the roll. Uh, how many was it? Thirteen. Thirteen eliminations, which is yeah. insane. Really good. Yeah. I think that was really good the way they did it. Yeah. I agree with John Cena. Came out and said that it was uh, masterfully done by John uh, Brock Lesnar, and I agree. A lot of people from the WWE thought earlier in the Royal Rumble, him and uh, Matt Riddle from NXT had a confrontation. Uh, not a physical conversation, but a, a jab, verbal jabs back and forth. Brock Lesnar came to him, told him to keep, keep his name out of his mouth and quit trying to start a uh, feud with him in NXT because he'll never, he'll never do a program with him. And he told Matt Real that he was never in the same category as he was performance-wise. And uh, so both of them being UFC backgrounds, you know, uh, they let it go. 
they didn't want no physical, physical confrontation because if, if both of them was in there at the same time, somebody might have got hurt on purpose. I mean, you never know. You know, Brock has a reputation of hitting you with stiff, stiff shots. Yeah. And Matt Riddle might have came back and somebody might have got a broken arm or something out of it. Right. So they said that he, he left a little earlier than what he was scheduled to. But it was the right call. Right. You know, so, and the Royal Rumble did see one major debut, a return of a major superstar. MVP's back, Dave. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. I know people thought we were going to say something else. Yeah, yeah that, that Edge guy showed up, that Adam Copeland yeah, guy. What, was, was it Radar, I think? Yeah, something that, like that. He, he just got some sort of rating, yeah. Yeah, out of nowhere. But MVP was the MVP. Seriously, I saw MVP, Edge, and John Morrison in the row. row. What year is this again? Exactly. This ain't, this ain't the early 2000s, is it? Yeah. Mid-2000s? My goodness. We're looking at old school here. Yeah. Well, not old, old school, but old school according to some of you millennials. Right. And... Honestly, I thought it was a good surprise bringing Edge in. There was reports that he was going to go into uh, Royal Rumble, and he dispelled and said, oh, I can't come back because of my neck and my back. And, you know, honestly, there was so much rumor. I tend to believe that he was coming back. But then I thought, well, no, not with the nosis in your deck. I'm a vertebrae, neck. Right. Really enough, the, uh, the, the contributions to science, the way they helped Dale Bryan, the way they helped uh, Edge, I'm Copeland. Um, hats off. I was going to see him back. And, uh, but I was happier when Drew McIntyre knocked Brock Lesnar over the top rope and went on to become the Royal Rumble winner to have at WrestleMania. Exactly. That's what I was most happiest about. Mm -hmm. Because this is a man who's been paying his dues for three years now. And you know what? He should have been man-venting already. Yeah. I am so glad to see him and him picking, uh, you know, he picked that Raw was was really good, too. So I, I am very happy to see him go on. Him and Roman Reigns there at the end. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, do it went either way, and I'm glad that Vince chose to switch it up. Yep. Any more comments on the Royal Rumble before you take a break? Um. You know, Alberto Carrillo, we didn't go over that. Alberto Carrillo right. and Andrade had a really good match. Uh, Sheamus and Shorty G was just a, a whatever, it was a feeling match. Everybody knew Sheamus was going to dominate. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's pretty much all I got to talk about. All right, and we'll take a break. We'll be back with a review of Monday Night Raw. Sounds good. All right, guys, we're back here on the Wrestling Row. We've got Dave here with us. Yep, let's, let's hit this. All right, we're going to do a review of the Monday Night uh, January 27th edition of Raw. Yep. And we're going to start off with the Royal Rumble champion, Drew McIntyre, entering the ring with a promo. <coughs> officially challenging Brock Lesnar. Yep. For the WWE title. And uh, take it from there, Dave. It was a good call. Mm -hmm. It was a good call. I felt like he should have went ahead and challenged Brock Lesnar. We talked about this for a couple weeks. And we felt like he should be the one wrestling Brock Lesnar WrestleMania. This was the right call. A lot of reports saying AJ Styles separated his shoulder at Royal Rumble. He went over there uh, after Edge speared him. He landed awkwardly, separated his shoulder. He went to the corner, talked to the referee, brought Edge over, had Edge throw him over top rope. So, of course, he wasn't going to be there Monday night with OC. OC came out. 
Uh, and, you know, we've seen this for like a month now. Drew McIntyre turned a fan favorite. But, you know, him coming out dominating those, he was pretty well turned around. Bam, F5. Which I thought was really good because nobody expected Brock Lesnar to be there. Heck, I don't even expect Brock Lesnar to be there six times a year. So, I mean, just to see him as a fluke on Monday night was just unbelievable. It was a good start to, I think, is going to be a boiling point uh, for the uh, uh, Raw WWE World Heavyweight Championship match. Exactly. What do you think about the actual handicap match up with Gallows and Anderson? Well, you know, you could be win either way with this. They want to push uh, Drew McIntyre to the extreme, but then this makes the OC look soft too. Right. I just, I don't particularly care for that part. I think that if Brock would have came out and just, you know, during the match and helped OC decimate them. Yeah. And then Brock turned on the OC and gave both of them F5s. Mm-hmm. That'd have been more realistic. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you had to put Drew McIntyre over. No. By by getting him having having his handicap match and pinning both guys in the middle of the ring. No. Yeah, I, I don't think it was really necessary. And like I said, it does kind of cheapen. You know, you were pushing uh, Gallows and Anderson with a World Tag Team Title run just a few weeks ago. Yeah. And now they can't beat Warren Guy. Well, they won the uh, Saudi Arabia last year. They won the uh, World Greatest Tag Team uh, Cup. Yeah. So, of course, you can't be one guy who, who cannot be. That's what I'm saying. Vince uh, does a great job where Rumble pushes Drew McIntyre over, and then he over-pushes him on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, exactly. Uh, didn't, or even have a single match with either Carl Anderson or, or uh, uh, shit. Gallows. Gallows. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that match, you know, he gets jumped, and he has another match, separate match, one-on-one. That would have been more believable. Exactly. But two on one, I, I didn't feel like this was a really, a really good start to Raw. I didn't either. We followed it up with uh, Ray and the recently returned MVP, who had a better match than what I would have thought they would have had. The yeah, match, it, it wasn't. Too, it wasn't right? bad. I mean, you know. I, I mean, I mean, I know MVP's probably been doing some wrestling in some of the other federations, but. Hasn't been on the primetime stage in WWE on on Raw for a long time. Yeah, he ain't been on Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, he ain't good at AEW, so he hasn't <laughs> been in any kind of uh, anybody's radar, I would say. Right. Like you said, for a long time. So him coming out, I thought he would have a lot of ring rest. Yeah. And he had some, but after the match, he said that he wouldn't. Uh, he's far. He's he's you know he's almost at the end of his career wrestling, but this will be his last match in WWE, and this is he's glad that yeah, it was against one of his friends, Rey Mysterio. Right. So you know, I mean, I thought this was a fitting end of uh, MVP's career there at WWE. So it was good to see a good guy go out. Yeah. Right. Uh, next we have. I'm gonna, I'm gonna recap this. I still don't think he's WWE Hall of Fame worthy, but yet. I didn't think Coco Beware was either, so there you go. Uh, uh, don't hang on the bird, man. <laughs> exactly. Uh, next, we had Aleister Black uh, taking on some jobber. It doesn't matter who it was. Yeah, the Eagle come out after someone knock on somebody's door, and then I didn't. He didn't go knock on nobody's door that night. It's interesting, you know. Aleister Black had the program with uh, Buddy Murphy, defeated Buddy Murphy three times in a row, but then Murphy goes on to be World Tag Team Champions. Yeah, and we. And then now it looks like Aleister Black is another lost wrestler without an angle. Yeah, I mean, and it was 
not before where the AOP was helping set the kitchen, Seth Rollins, to make sure he wasn't eliminating Seth Rollins, going back in the ring, eliminating Kevin Owens, then eliminating Samoa Joe, or eliminating Alistair Black, I don't know which order it was in, but eliminating those three guys with the help of AOP and Buddy Murphy, and then Alistair Black, Kevin Owens, and Samoa Joe was fighting those three in the back. So here I am thinking Alistair Black's going to be somehow called in this uh, this uh, feud. Yeah. Somebody out raw, there is no feud to be mentioned. There is no real rumble to be mentioned with him. I'm going to go start knocking on somebody else's door. Well, it wasn't Monday night. He didn't know knocking on nobody's door. Must right. have been Vince's door because nobody saw on TV. And this is very confusing. This is what I've been talking about. Do not bring NXT guys to events if you're not going to use them right. Right. I mean, they could do a better job in NXT with uh, Triple H than uh, they would in the main roster with you. And I'm glad. No offense, Vince, but I'm glad to see you be that you're going away doing that XFL next couple weeks and letting Triple H and Stephanie take over. Next up, we had the Seth Rollins, Buddy Murphy against Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe for tag team titles. Um, it was like, uh, the get. Uh, what you think about the match first? Uh, what you think about the angle with uh, the AOP and the Viking Raiders? Uh, I thought that I knew the AOP and War Raiders were going to go at it. Yeah. Or oh, I'm sorry, Viking Raiders. Right. They used to call the War Raiders until Vince just got a finger up his butt and said, you know what? I don't want to use that name from NXT because. I basically want to stick it to my son-in-law, so I'm going to use Viking Raiders. And this is how I feel, guys, so sorry if you don't like how I feel. But <laughs> anyway, um, I like that angle where they came out and started fighting. Yeah. That was great. And speaking of which, guys, uh, Smoke Joe did suffer a concussion during the match. It wasn't scripted. He had to be taken out. But, you know, the thing about it was Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy are supposed to win the tag team titles, or keep the tag team titles anyway, so it didn't matter. But Vince, that's how you're supposed to do it. You get a tag team, and this tag team ain't been together for two weeks, so if you want Drew McIntyre to take out this tag to individual guys and go ahead, but then it wouldn't be that good either. But anyway, you, know, you got a tag team who actually took advantage and actually won the match. This is what OC should have been able to do against Drew McIntyre. Right. Even if you cheated and, and got disqualified, do something. Right. But, you know, I thought that this was good. This is another direction. I don't understand it. Kevin Owens is not being used for his full potential either. So he's he's a man without an island, basically. He's a man on an island without a country. Right. Same thing with Samoa Joe. I don't see nowhere neither one of these careers are going unless they win the tag team gold. And honestly... Them putting single wrestlers together just to be win tag team gold, I don't think is right. Right. That's why you got tag teams. Mm-hmm. Unless you're going to make a permanent tag team, I just don't get it. Right. How'd you feel about it? Yeah, about to say, I do like the angle where they, uh, where the Raiders took out the AOP. Yeah. So, so we could have at least more of a clean match. Oh, yeah. Without all the run ins. Yeah. And I do like the angles. Of the match, and I get it that Owens and Joe, Samoa Joe they are getting 
primetime matches with Rollins and Murphy. Yeah. So they are at least getting a decent push there. Yeah, I get that. But yeah, but yeah, uh, I like to see tag team belts on an actual tag team also. Yeah, I mean, I do too. I don't like this gimmick. Like, uh, like back in the day when the Austin and the Rock was taking, or the Rock and Mankind, and you know, it, you know, I can understand if you put the Brothers Destruction together, Undertaker came. That's more of a realistic tag team getting along because they're like actual storyline brothers. But, you know, I just, I've never been, I mean, it's good to have that kind of, okay, I will put two guys together and win the belts every once in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as two really good single guys will come out, we're going to win the belts. I understand that. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But Vince is a recurrent thing, and I just don't like it. After this, we had an interview where uh, Charlie Crusoe interviewed Becky Lynch. Yep. And she had some interesting things to say, and she debuted her new GOAT logo on her jacket. Yeah. It almost sounded to me like, well, maybe I'm reading too much here, a bit of a hint at a heel turn, maybe? It was a pretty aggressive interview. Yeah, it was. Uh, I th- and I, I predicted that she was going to turn heel for a couple weeks now. And I still believe it. I think this is the best route for her to go in the heel turn. Mm-hmm. But here's the interesting situation. You, you turn her heel, and there's reports that Shayna Baszler is going to actually fight her for the women's title. Then both of them are heels. Right. Unless you're going with a different route, and I'm going to tell you guys this. I predicted this a while. Is that, A, you let Charlotte just go ahead and be a but. Uh, go ahead and fight her for the women's title of WrestleMania, which, by the way, reports vary and they're differing right now. Or B, we will see the return of Ronda Rousey mm-hmm. and her getting her uh, uh, retribution. What do you think? Think the chances of WrestleMania is a three-way or four-way match involving Becky, Charlotte, maybe either or both Ronda Rousey or Shayna Baszler. You know, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, there's reports, now I could be wrong, there are reports that Charlotte Flair is going to actually challenge the NXT Women's Championship. By the way, guys, they put the, they took the women, uh, woman's uh, name off the daggum NXT title. So basically, it's the NXT Championship belt, mm-hmm. which is stupid. And uh, I speak my mind. I speak how it is, but this is just like, okay, what is this, general new act? Neutrality? They're women. Okay, just like a man's title. Man's title. So, if, if this is just an NXT title championship, then can a man fight Rhea Ripley for the title now? Mm-hmm. You know? So this is this is where I'm going. It's just stupidity. And this is coming from Triple H, guys. So I just think this is stupid. But anyway, I believe in women's rights, but this is going overboard. Uh, getting back to the subject at hand, reports saying Charlotte's going to actually challenge Rhea Ripley for the NXT title, women's title at WrestleMania. If that is true, then, you know, if it's true that Sam Baker is actually going to fight Becky Lynch, then, first of all, if Becky's going to do a hill turn, Shayna's not fit to be a daggum uh, face. You know? So, I don't know. I think I would rather see, if it was me, uh... A, re- a rematch of the Becky Lynch Royal Flair Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania last year. All right. This year. 
maybe Shayna Baszler. Uh, I hate to say it, fighting Bailey. But, I mean, here's the thing. Where's Lacey Evans going all this? Right. Either way, we're subtracting somebody out unless somebody's actually going to challenge Rhea Ripley. And I think this is the key. I think what they're getting to is Rhea Ripley's going to defend her title against Charlotte. That leaves the other two spots open. I think Lacey ends up fighting Bailey for her championship. And, you know, you know, this is the thing. Maybe it's going to be Shannon Baszler and Ronda Rousey with Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and a triple threat match. Possible. That is possible. Or throw Oscar in there. And, I don't know. And, and, and what, are we going, what are we going to do about the tag team? Because there's really nobody challenging the Kabuki Warriors. No. There's, there's not really they, another female tag team. I mean, there's a couple in SmackDown, but, but, but they're not going after the Warriors for the titles. No. I mean, Alexa Bliss and Nixie. Um, sorry, Alexa Bliss and Nixie, Nikki Cross. And then you also got uh, uh, Fire and Ice or Fire, Fire and Desire. Desire. Yeah, no. Mandy Rose and. Right, yeah, so, Mandy yeah. Rose and Saint Deville. Yeah. I um, I mean, you could probably put a couple of women together and roll. Mm-hmm. They got some talent there. Yeah. It's just we know Vince. He's never liked tag team wrestling. The history of tag team wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, NWA love tag team wrestling. They also they put tag team and single wrestling together. It's just a good combination. I've always been a good fan of tag team wrestling. So why have the women tag team? See, that's that's the thing that when Bailey and Sasha first won the women's tag team belts last year, they dropped them again to the uh, Iconics. Basically, Vince was like actually making fun of the tag team belts when you give it to somebody like that. Mm-hmm. So. You know, Kabuki Warriors is a great tag team. Yes. I would just like to have some kind of challenge to them at WrestleMania. Exactly. It's definitely an under-exploited angle with the women's division. Exactly. They need to get going. Okay, uh, let's move on now to the next match. We had uh, Andrade against Humberto Correa. Now, this match ended, of course, with uh, Correa giving Andrade a DDT on the pavement, payback for his. But there's a little bit more to that, isn't there, Dave? Andrade be out for uh, 30 days, mm-hmm. uh, fell the wellness policy, fell the wellness test, which he could have had steroids, or he could have had a uh, drug test that uh, may not have been on a list, specified list, or whatever the case may be. Uh, he has a right to uh, challenge it. I, from what I've heard, he hasn't challenged it. Um, see, here's the thing, guys. Here's a, this goes back to him trademarking a few names and a few things for himself against WWE, same thing with Charlotte. Okay, they're both engaged. And here's the thing. To each other, just to make sure. Just to clarify. Huh? To each other. To each other, yeah, they're both engaged to each other. <coughs> and here's the thing. Do you really want to take Charlotte off with her contract? I don't know what's coming up with it. His chance on a new one. Andrade has signed a new one. So it kind of makes me wonder. I'm going out getting new trademarks, and I've said this from the very beginning of our podcast, mm-hmm. that they actually may go a different direction and leave the WWE. Yeah. And, you know, Rick has some influence. People do what they want to. Daddies have influence over their children. Mm-hmm. And if he says, hey, look, honey, they're not right, using you right. I think they're exploiting you, but they're not. You actually use your talent right. Mm-hmm. She may go a different direction. I'm not saying she will. You know, she's her own person. 
I love she. I love, I like her. She's a very talented woman. Like I said, I like Andrade, very talented man. Mm-hmm. But after a while, is this well? Is, is this is this failed policy? Is this failed test? Is it a way to get back even at him or her or both? And saying that, hey, look, you're gonna do what we say. Right. You know, so I don't know. I, I, you know, don't don't push, don't push you the person though. That's what I'm trying to tell right. you. Do not push you the person because they will push back. And there are other options now than there used to not be. Mm-hmm. So, what's so, your thoughts on it? Yeah, it's definitely tricky. We don't know, you know, like I said, all the details back there, but. uh Yeah, yeah, it, it it is a tricky scenario with that. Uh, it kind of, I mean, it could be retribution. It could be legitimately he failed the test. Yeah, I'm exactly. just saying, thing happened to Rude just a couple of weeks ago. Exactly. Or a month ago, or so ago, he just come back a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Rude actually complained about it. He filed a grievance with it. He failed yeah. it, but you know, it didn't go nowhere. But still, there's um, you never know. Exactly. So, moving on to the next match, we had a. Uh, Speaking of Charlotte Flair, she wrestled Asuka. Yep. In which, uh... She's going to come she, out and tell her WrestleMania opponent. Right. Which is going to be putting off to another week mm-hmm. of this. And I, I just don't like us putting this crap off, you know? Right. Get it over with. Get storylines in motion. That's why... Because these, these pay-per-views every month, not every three months, yeah. it doesn't give a storyline to develop like in the old days. Right. Uh, you know, just tell it like it didn't go on. Now, 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 is this an angle, or they really aren't sure what Charlotte's going to do? That's true. You know, that's true. They may not. Yeah. They may still have a pencil over in with the real Ripley yet. It's possible. So, I mean, it could be Charlotte, Becky, and Shayna Baszler for the wrong title. Uh, or, you know, like you said, it could be a four-way match. I mean, anything's possible. Right. So, I mean... I personally do not do not push the angle though here, mm-hmm. and you don't know where they're going. I think Oscar and Charlotte was a really great match. They they put in great matches all the time, yeah. and I felt the ending was apropos. Right, the uh, uh, insane getting involved, Kari and Kari Singh getting involved, yeah. coming off the top rope. But the insane elbow, insane elbow, which is which oh, on the like. bridge on the I figure like eight. Saying. Yeah, I do too. Like, I mean, Kabuki Warriors are a great tag team. Yeah. I, when they first came out, and uh, uh, you know, they Iconics was wrestling in a fatal four way, mm-hmm. and they got eliminated after the Iconics. Right after yeah. the Iconics, I'm thinking to myself, "What the crap?" You know, they should be the tag team champions next. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Then, of course, finally came to Kabuki Warriors. Really great women's tag team. Do not underutilize these women; they're really good. Really good heels too. Okay, the next up we had a uh, Mojo Raleigh with Rydrick Moss taking yeah. on Noe Jose. The twenty four seven title. What are we doing? I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, Mojo won the match, and when a guy from the Congo line jumped in the ring and tried to get to pit, you knew it was our truth. Yeah, you knew. You it. knew as soon as he jumped in there that was our truth. What is that? The thirtieth time he's won this title. What the crap is going on? Yeah, I mean this. is... He's now the most prolific champion in WWE history, probably, for putting this on the same par as the other titles. Yeah. I don't understand. 
extent. Even Mick Foley came out and said this this title's a joke. It, it really is. This is the kind of overly gimmicky stuff I thought the WWE dropped back in the 80s and early 90s. Somewhere if it can be used because they're, they're tra- our truth's a talented guy. He's he a is. good wrestler. I mean, just but, but this end whole of his career though. Yeah, end of his career. The end of his career, probably. And and so if you're going to use him, use him as a coach for the WWE because he's got a lot to offer as far as uh, Mike's skills and you know such exactly. things. Put him in talent development program with NXT. Exactly. Okay, next we have up uh, Liv Morgan and Lana. I have hated this angle from the very beginning. But yep. this match, I didn't mind. We we kept nope. the guys out of it. We had had a decent wrestling match. It was short. Yep. I don't think Lana's a great in ring performer. Uh, lived definitely a lot better in ring. Yeah, well, I think this was more or less. We already know that Lana's been locked up for another three year deal. Yeah. This happened about a couple about a month ago when the storyline started. She signed a new contract. Rusev has not signed a new contract, guys. So. Um, and this part of the reason why he got stuck in his storyline because of this, he has signed a new contract. But I think this was more about let's see what Liv Morgan can offer inside the rink. Right. And she did a good job. Yeah. Her idol, by the way, was uh, Lita growing up. She said she was always a tomboy too. But mm-hmm. then Lita come out there being a tomboy was, you know. So I think she did a really well job. Uh, really good finish and move too. So I think it was more or less, let's see what she's got. But I'm going to put it, they said they barred Bobby and Rooster from ringside. Right. So apparently this feud is still not over with. This may end up going to WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, I... It makes me sick to my stomach. Right, right, right. It, if we can just get down to some wrestling, I'm okay with this. Like I said, I like Rusev. I like Bobby Lashley. I think they could work a good angle together. It's just yeah. I don't like the, all the other nonsense, the wedding nonsense and all this and that. And the uh, fake dinner date a couple months ago that Rusev broke up. Broke up. Yeah. But let's just get in here and you know have some, have some more in because again, there's her talented performance being misused. Yeah, I mean they uh, actually, if you mean you a couple weeks back, they had a really good match, and what yeah. happened? Here yeah. comes uh, Liv Morgan to even the odds. Right. Uh, Dagon uh, throws drink in her face. Uh, Rusev looks, turns around, bam, spear. You know, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a solid match up until that point. Yeah. Let it just end, let it end that way. I mean, I don't mind the ending so much uh, as the controversial ending as I do that this storyline is so over the top, sickening yeah. that anything extra is just is just stupid. Speaking of stupid, Eric Rowan took on Brandon Vice, a jobber with a name. 
And uh, he's got his own brand of special stupid hair. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I get it. You, you, I get to cut the jobbers for a couple weeks to get it over with, but how long is this going to go on before he gets a real match? Exactly. Yeah. And, it, and I don't give a damn burn what's in that cage. This is the dumbest thing I've seen in a while. Yeah. Let it go. Again, it's back to that 80s era gimmicky nonsense. Yeah. I mean, this reminds me of the British Bulldogs when they brought the Bulldog down. Mm-hmm. Let it daggum thing go. Coco be wearing the bird. Yeah. We, but the thing about it is, we don't know what's in this stupid cage. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Somebody needs to take a daggum gun and blow it up. Uh-huh. Literally. Or take the DX bus and slam it right on top of the right. cage. This is the dumbest thing I've seen in a long time. Uh-huh. And that's saying something because of Lana, Bobby Lashley, Bedwood Angle. Yep. So, what do you think about the whole... The match is stupid. You know yeah. you're going to win. I, I, mean, I mean, if you're going to run this, I don't think you should... You know, I, I, I'd at least get a, another match with another superstar, a credible guy at Rolling exactly. from Wrestle. Put him with Mojo Rawley or something. Do away with that 24-7 nonsense and have a few between two big guys like Eric Rowan and Mojo. Well, that'd be good. Yeah. That'd be even better. Yeah. We'll I mean, see what happens there, but I mean, I, I agree with you. Right. Get rid of the angle nonsense, get rid of 24-7, and let's see some real wrestling. Mm-hmm. Next up, we had the, the uh, interview with Edge and uh, Orton. Edge and Orton. And I'm going to tell you guys, y'all knew Orton was going to turn on Edge somewhere down the line. Yep. It didn't have to be that night, but you knew that even if they challenged for the tag team titles, that, that's where they were headed. If I changed for the challenge for the tag titles with uh, Seth Rollins and uh, Buddy Murphy. Yeah. You thought that maybe Orton will turn on them. Uh-huh. You know, because you knew that match was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but turn on them, turn on right then and there, I think was a stroke of genius. Yeah. I loved the angle. I loved how he tried to injure him at the end. I love how actually people down the audience crying. That's old school wrestling, guys. That's what you're supposed to do is make people believe it. Like when they, like when the horseman broke Dusty Rhodes' arm inside a daggum door. You're supposed to let this happen. Right. A spike inside of animals eye from the powers of pain. Yeah. You're supposed to make believe this happened. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to do nowadays, but they actually pulled it off in this segment. Exactly. Honestly. And guys, I want, I want to put a side note here. Edge, uh, WWE said he's going to pay $3 million a year to wrestle three matches. Edge said no one will wrestle five matches. Let me tell you the difference between him and Brock Lesnar here. The difference is Edge actually loves what he does. Right. He loves wrestling. He misses wrestling. Mm-hmm. Brock don't give a damn burn about it. Brock's getting a paycheck. That's what he's there for. Exactly. He's an arrogant butt. And everybody knows <laughs> that they're, they're just subjected to work for him. That's all it is. Right. But what'd you think about the angle there, Dan? Yeah, it was good. It was one of those, uh, y- you know, you need an angle that really gets somebody. Yes. That that, that can really get to somebody. When you, when you get that emotional and and the part where Randy oh. Orton was sitting on the second rope ready to come off with the chair. Yep. And, and then, then he couldn't do it. Yep. And he thought he was going to leave and come back. I thought it was well done. I thought it was the highlight of the night for me. I, my too. I liked how he walked away. He said, 
shit, okay, I'm not going to actually step on his head. Then he comes back and gives him the one-man concerto. I was like, oh, heck yeah. Now, do I want to see Randy Orton get beat? Yes. But (laughs) it was was masterfully done. Exactly. All right, guys, we're going to take a break here. We'll be right back with more of our wrestling review. Sounds great. Okay, guys, we're back here to do our SmackDown review. We got Dave in house here. Yes, we do. And uh, we're going to start with our SmackDown review. Uh, the match opened with uh, Roman Reigns and the Uso brothers challenging King Corbin, Rude, and uh, his partner, Ziggler, to a six man match with the lo- loser eating dog food. Which, you know, that's, that's, I like that. Mm-hmm. And this was, to me, the end of the story right here. I, I believe it was, too. But we saw how Roman Reigns. Didn't win the Royal Rumble, but I'm going to tell you guys, this is what I was talking about on the podcast beforehand of the Royal Rumble podcast, was the fact that Roman Reigns will challenge for the universal title held by the Fiend. Mm-hmm. I think this was the game plan all the time. Uh, only a big name can go against the Fiend, and this would be a WrestleMania. Now, if it main event over uh, Brock and Drew, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. But this is not a main event match. Right. This is not two big names. Uh, you know, it just... And I'm not taking nothing away from The Fiend. I'm not taking away from Roman Reigns. I just don't think this... We're already a week behind as it is with this dog food match. Right. That now, you know, you're trying to put together a storyline to go with this. And you're already a week behind. I just... You know, you're going to be rushing it. Don't make this a main event match. Yeah. What do you think about it? Them coming out. I mean, I like the Usos how they, you know, got Corbin. I think Corbin's one of the most underutilized talents. Mm-hmm. Nicola Rude's a really good tag team. I think SmackDown, for what it's worth, are right, using their tag teams better. I do Raw. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, who am I to judge? Exactly. Of course, me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we have it. And this is what I'm talking about. Me and Justin not always agree. We have controversy, but we tell it like it is. Mm-hmm. And if y'all want sugarcoating, go to Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Go to other podcasts. We are not like this. We'll tell you like it is. I'm not a big fan of Vince McMahon. I am a big fan of Triple H. I think he's been a wrestler before. I think he knows what it's like. Shame a man actually... Uh, did a lot of uh, him, Abyss, Joseph Parks, who actually is one of the writers now, who is from Impact Wrestling. Triple H went and got his own writers, his own people, to go ahead and take over for when Vince leaves in a couple weeks. Bravo. That's what he should have done. And Vince needs to go ahead and let go of this range. Because he is out of touch with the WWE Universe. He's been out of touch with the WWE Universe for about 15 years now. Step aside, old man. Let Triple H run it. Exactly. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I digress. Go ahead and tell me your thoughts on the opening uh, segment. Yeah, it was a good setup, and uh, we'll get to the match later. But to follow up, and I believe uh, Bruce Pritchard was in charge of SmackDown until recently, wasn't he? Or is he still in charge? Uh, it was actually Eric Bischoff. Right. Bischoff got fired. Uh-huh. Bruce Pritchard took over, and I don't even know who's doing it now. Right. Uh, I think Shane has a hand in it. Mm-hmm. But, you know... Who's to say who else has it? Right. I will say this. As far as Vince goes, outside of Vince, I think Triple H has got the biggest work ethic 
of the wrestling community. I'm not saying I'm not taking away from Stephanie. Stephanie does a great job going out and doing community community development. Yeah. Going out and uh, making sure uh, you know you're involved in the community. Right. And hats off because you know WWE's always been really good with the USO and uh, you know autism, breast cancer awareness. I mean, the list goes on and on. Right. And hats off to them. I really do. I really do like them. Okay, in the next matchup, we had a four-way tag team match featuring Heavy Scenery, The Revival, Miz and John Morrison, and Lucha House Party. And I thought this was a really good match. They're just, it's ridiculous. But then that NXT and that that Dagum 205 Live Cruiserweight division. Right. I just don't like them. I don't think they're all that good. Uh, but for what it's worth, the match is pretty good. Uh-huh. And the right team won. Me and you both felt like this match should have happened at Dagum or Rumble. Morris and Miz going over and wrestling the New Day for the tag team belts. Right. But we, Which we all knew they were going to win because, you know, but the winner got the match against the New Day and, and the way they were prepping this feud. Exactly. So. And, and it's going to come down, by the way, a super showdown in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. A lot of people think, I mean, I don't know what the time frame is on Xavier Woods. I think he's been like three or four months out now. So I don't know how long the Achilles you know, injury is going to be before he comes back. But uh, I don't know how long he's still got left. Let me rephrase that. So, I mean, would he, I mean, if he's there, it's a possibility that New Day actually goes over against Miz and Morrison. But coming up this Friday is uh, Ms. and Morrison's talk show, The Dirt Sheet. Yep. So I think this is going to be interesting. I don't know who they're going to have on there, but probably the New Day, actually. If if I'm a betting man, that's who I would think. Yeah. But, you know, honestly, I would love for Ms. and Morrison to take the goal with a super showdown. Yeah. I think it's time New Day dropped them belts. They've had them for a minute now. Yeah, they've had them for a long minute. And they've had them for a long minute before that. And four <laughs> times before that. So mm-hmm. six-time tag team champions, I'm not taking nothing away from them. They're a really good tag team. I like Cesaro and Sheamus when they were a tag team. They broke them up. I just, you know, just uh, just drop the belts for goodness sakes. you got Dagamusos coming in. Right. You've got the Revival, which, by the way, I think they're out the door anyway. You got heavy machinery who give you some good solid matches. I don't think they're tag team worthy yet. Um, Miz and Morrison is a team right now. I think they should run with, yeah. along with Root and Ziggler as the two top heel faction tag teams. Yeah. Okay. Next up was a tag team match with Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville taking on Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. The right team went over here. The, the right team went over, but I guess we have to mention. Otis asking out Mandy Rose. <laughs> we don't have to. Date for Valentine's. Well, well, it is a review. I mean, we could we could try to pretend yeah, it didn't exist, and I wish it didn't. But we uh, we're going to we're going to first of all, why not this day on Friday? They're going to just go ahead and get it over with. No, we're going to prolong it for another week. Mm-hmm. Which means we'll have another promo about it this Friday. Yeah. And then there'll be a big date segment, probably a 10, 15 minute segment on Valentine's Day here. Yep, and that's and oh, you know joy. the thing about it is, could this be a setup for Manny Rose? Maybe to have Ziggler or Root jump them. 
uh, or Sonya Deville happens up, or whatever the case may be. They've been playing the angle about the tension with Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose for a while. Could this be the, the breaking point where we get a split? You know, they either going to split. They, here's the thing with WWE. They ain't going to commit all the way or don't commit at all. Right. Either break them up now, mm-hmm. or if you're going to commit for their tag team, just have them challenge Kabuki Warriors or somebody. Because they're a pretty good tag team. Yeah, they are a good tag team. I just, I think that, you know, right now I think it'd be, I don't know, I think that for all the guys out there like me and you that's uh, rooting for Otis, I'm not rooting for him, but for all the guys out there that I guess that's like Otis and going, oh yeah, sexy, yeah. I think, uh, I think they're cheering their heads off right now. Yeah. Me personally, I want to end this storyline. Mm-hmm. This has gone way past that. Go. I mean, this has gone on as long as Bobby Lashley, Rusev, Lana, and Liv Morgan. Exactly. When's this crap going to end? Yep. I think SmackDown thought they were they were being left out, so they're going to go ahead and add Otis and Mandy to. I'm like, no. Don't add it. Get rid of it. Add even the score. Yeah. Subtract it. Don't ask. Yeah. So, okay. So, unfortunately, we're moving on to uh, we have a new WWE Intercontinental Champion with Braun Strowman defeating Sen- uh, Sensei Nakamura. James K. should have lost this belt a month ago. Right. He's had it way too long. It's become irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it, Shinsuke's a really great performer, but Sami Zayn has done nothing to help his career. As right. far as pushing him toward being a heel. Mm-hmm. you got to do heel-like things to get the attention to make that title relevant. The Miz made that title relevant. Right. He came out. He talked crap. He talked smack. He got the fans hating him. That's what made it relevant. Shinsky, he had a mouthpiece. He didn't do a lot of mouthing except for running. Just a lot of talk, a lot of noise, but no actual words, words coming out of his mouth. Right. And that's what hurt him. Mm-hmm. And you put him right with Cesaro, who, why, for God's sakes, are you doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, Braun Strowman deserves the title. He deserved a world title three years ago. Right. A world title, one of the world titles, Universal or World Championship, three years ago. So I'm finally glad they gave him a belt. But. Shinsky is really, I mean, they're about to do something about him because I, I don't, I think they're misusing them. They're misusing a lot of their talent, but this is them putting him, Sammy, and, and uh, Cesaro together just to be putting them together ridiculous. Right. How did you feel about it? Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, it, was, it was time for the belt to go. It was time for uh, Strowman to get an ankle and get a belt and. And actually go somewhere. I mean, there's another talent I think has been underused. Yeah, and here's the thing. Speaking of angles, who do you think goes after his title now? Do you think Shinsuke, I don't think he gets a rematch. No. An automatic rematch. Mm-hmm. But who do you think goes after it? Uh, well, I'll tell you who I'm wanting to go after is Sheamus. Yeah, Sheamus. I, I, I know he just come back. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the Sheamus Jordy G thing's kind of played out. It played out quickly, but yeah. it's played out. But I, I'd like to see another match for Sheamus and Braun Strowman. 
Yeah, that and uh, or Baron Corbin, King Corbin, and Braun Strowman. Corbin could. I mean, we kind of had the end of the angle with Roman Reigns. Yep. So, so this could be where it's going. But I do like the Sheamus idea. That is a really good idea. Uh, but I think since they brought Sheamus back, I think they're going to be pushing him for a Sheamus. Probably if if Roman Reigns wins the Universal Pro WrestleMania, Sheamus Roman Reigns Universal Championship match. That uh, that could be an angle too. Yeah. So, I mean, but either one of them works. I mean, I like Sheamus as Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. I like Sheamus as Inter- uh, Universal Champion. Yeah. I just like Sheamus's persona. I do too. I don't care, Irishman who goes in and whoops their butts. Mm-hmm. I love to fight. I'm mm-hmm. going to fight, and I will beat you down until I get whatever I want. Right. But I like that. And speaking of Sheamus, we had another match with Shorty G. No, I bet you Sheamus people have this when this is over with. Yeah. You think they're going to run up to the next pay per view, or do we think we ended it last night? Um. Mm-hmm. My heart wants to say we ended it last night. Yeah. It's thinking we're going to run it for another till the next pay per view. But I'm hoping that we ended it last night. Because yeah. this, this is an angle that shouldn't go on more than two matches. <laughs> right. So it was a quick angle just to reintroduce Seamus, get him back in the ring. Exactly. And then we got to move on somewhere else for both. For both Shorty G and Seamus. Yeah. And I think, honestly, you put Shorty G in with a tag team like Mustafa Ali. Yeah. I think that that'd be a good tag team mm-hmm. with I mean, him, with Morrison and Miz, with the Usos. That that, that you could have run a good program there in the tag team division. That would be a good. That would be a, a heavy uh, tag team division. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I would rather them as a tag team than them be individuals. Exactly. Oh. Okay. Next up, we have Bailey coming in to do an interview. Uh, looked like she was going to call out Charlotte Flair. We've got somebody else coming out. we got Naomi coming back in the ring. Yeah, Again. you know, she came back at the Royal Rumble. Right. Guys. She did it. She did a really good appearance. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. This is another woman. And I forgot about Naomi in the last uh, podcast, guys. I'm sorry. But uh, probably Naomi wrestled Bailey for the women's title at WrestleMania, which this brings my point. What happened? They just buried Lacey Evans after one match. Yes. After a sorry match to begin with. Mm-hmm. So you not only had a sorry match, you buried, I thought, the best women woman wrestler on, on SmackDown. Right. So, hey, let's, let's, let's do that. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, if they're going to pull the strings on Sasha Banks and her, they should have done that at Royal Rumble. Yeah. Don't give her the daggum championship match at Royal Rumble just just to get it over with within 10, 15 minutes. And basically, her not even uh, wrestled back for it. Exactly. I just don't like this angle. I think this is... Nah, I, and I hope, and I'm, I'm sorry, guys, if y'all are big Naomi fans, I hope she loses. I hope Bailey pulls it off. I hope Bailey keeps the title because this is ridiculous. You're burying Lacey Evans for Naomi? No. I don't like it. I'm not saying Naomi ain't a good uh, a good wrestler. I just don't like her character. I don't like the glow effect. I don't like none of that crap. And I hope to goodness she don't win the women's title. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about it. But that's how I feel about it. Well, well, well I'm, I'm more curious to know what Lacey's next angle is going to be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it seems, seems like the SmackDown women almost don't have a direction. 
Bang. just about anywhere. I mean, the, the tag teams are Sneaky Cross and Alexa Bliss, uh, uh, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, but are either one of them challenging the Kabuki Warriors for the title? Yeah. I mean, what are we doing? They're just wrestling each other every week. There just seems to be a real lack of direction in the SmackDown Women's Division from top to bottom. And that's what we said in the last podcast. If mm-hmm. you're not going to do anything with Lacey Evans as a single, give her a taxi like the Italian go after the Kabuki Warriors. Yeah, exactly. Do, do something. Mm-hmm. Make make the women's tag team titles relevant because the Kabuki Warriors are so good. They're relevant. Mm-hmm. Just don't misuse them. You already missed, like you said, like you just got finished saying, SmackDown has no direction for women. And Raw don't have no direction either, but they have a little bit of a direction with Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Right. Yeah, we still in another direction where Charlotte's going. Mm-hmm. So this is this is an interesting uh as our old manager used to say, this is but ugly dumb. Right. So there you go. And uh at the end we have uh the main event the, the match that we and you both believe is the payoff match in the Roman Reigns uh King Corbin feud. With the loser eating dog food. And he didn't actually eat the dog food, he got dumped over his head. Yeah. King Corbin, uh, Ziggler, and Road lost. Rude lost. Yeah, well, I didn't see Ziggler and Rude get it. No, it was just and Corbin. The thing, I thought all three had to get it. Well, that was my impression, too. But uh, Yeah, that's my impression, too. And I just thought they dropped the ball. Make it clear in your... Uh, hit that bullet point yeah. when you're doing them interviews. Because mm-hmm. that lost the fans. I guarantee you they expected Rude and Ziggler to get it, too. Yeah. Not all three of them supposed... Go around and smash that dog foot over each other one's head. Mm-hmm. I think Ziggler and Roosh should have got it too because they both, they all three did it to Dagum uh, Roman Reigns. Reigns. Exactly. So each one of them should have had a fair share in it. You would think that's the way it was going, that's the way it was hinted, but it didn't quite wind up like that. No, but, I'm kind of disappointed in that. Yeah, I was too. I mean, overall, the match was okay. The dog foot angle was okay. The, the execution was poor. Exactly. So, if you're going to do something, do it all the way and do it the correct way. And just like one of these ridings was made just like, like a Vince ride, a gimmick match, and poor execution to it. I'm not saying it was Vince. might have been Shane. McMahon family. I just don't see uh, Triple H doing something like that and having poor execution with it. Overall, it's a good angle, and that, and that seemed to be the payoff. And I'll be interested to see where they go now. Any thoughts for Corbin and Ruder, Reigns, I know we touched on a little bit earlier. Yeah, I think, like I said, I think, um, you know, I think Roman Reigns goes after the uh, Universal title. Uh, Corbin, now, you know, they may have a triple threat and have Corbin energetic in that match. Yeah. You know, which would, which would bring it, the, the match up to a better up to not par to Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar, but close. Right. Um, if not, then I can see Corbin going to Brostrom for their kind of title. Yeah. And, of course, using uh, his henchmen, Ziggler and Rude. But I don't see Ziggler and Rude doing any kind of program, you know, for the tag team belts, you know, in a while. Right. So maybe Ziggler and Rude, they continue a program versus the Usos for another match or two. Mm-hmm. And then at WrestleMania, maybe go after each other in a, um, you know, a tag team gauntlet or a tag team match, whatever the case may be, have a fail four-way. i like to see a TLC fail four-way at the WrestleMania for the uh, tag team belts. Right. 
Edge and Christian Dudley's Party Boys made it famous. Yes. Let's see if y'all can keep it up. Mm-hmm. And another thing is, be careful, because King Corbin may actually just go into the Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which, by the way, guys, would actually diminish his character and actually just just bring shade to him, because he's, such, he's so much better than that. Right. So I'm hoping that ain't the direction he goes. Right. But I can't see where you're saying. Seamus versus Braun Strowman would be really good. Or they may give uh, Seamus another filler right now right. until Roman Reigns and uh, The Fiend. Right. So it's curious. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fans still chin. Fans still cheering for The Fiend. Do they, do they turn Fiend face? Uh, That's another question. I, I think it's just going to have to be more of a kind of like with The uh, Undertaker where he kind of straddled that line between face and exactly. bad guy for a while. But he tends, he, he tends to fight heels more than he does faces. Right. And I think this is the direction after this match of Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen. The Fiend will come out and probably face like Sheamus or probably face Baron Corbin. Or yeah. he might do it now. But we'll see. I, I just I just think, you know, I, I predicted it from the get-go before Royal Rumble. I'm predicting now. Reigns, uh, Fiend, uh, universal title match. Right. So, any more comments? You feel? I feel about the same about that. I think that's the direction it's going to go with uh, King Corbin. I think making it in there, continental push, whether it does it or not. And uh, I definitely see Roman Reigns in the fiend. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I do too, guys. Any more final thoughts on SmackDown? No, I just want to tell everybody. Join us. Please join us. If y'all have any questions, comments, thoughts, uh, please let us know. Please ask us what we think. Please ask us how you feel. Please ask us how, what kind of topics you want us to discuss each week, and we'll be more than happy to do this. But the only way we'll know is if you please comment to us. Right. Like and subscribe on the podcast, and look us up on the Wrestling Road on Twitter, and give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. That is that is exactly right, guys. Right. And we appreciate you. Don't get us wrong. We appreciate everything. When you subscribe to us, you know, eventually later on down the line, we'd like to reward you guys. Maybe you have a drawing or something like that. But please, the only way that this can happen is keep us on the air. And that means go ahead and subscribe to us. Exactly. And we're signing off, and we'll catch you later. Sounds good. See you guys on the flip side. <laughs>